let God transform your life as you listen to this inspiring sermon by Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb. On December 14, 1861, Prince Albert, the husband of Britain's Queen Victoria, died from typhoid fever. Now, from a historical perspective, Prince Albert's death didn't make a big impact. After all, he was not the ruler of Great Britain. He was only the prince consort to his wife, Queen Victoria. He had no power and no responsibilities. But Prince Albert's death had a profound impact on the queen herself. They had been married and were madly in love. In fact, they had nine children together. Hello. And it's not uh, too much of a stretch to say that Prince Albert was Queen Victoria's rock, her lover and her friend. And when Albert died, Queen Victoria entered a profound period of deep grief from which she never recovered. From that day forward, she wore only black the rest of her life. She never smiled, she rarely left her palace, and she was known as the Widow of Windsor. Even worse is that Victoria had Prince Albert's bedroom made into a shrine. Every day, she made the servants change the bed linen. Every day, she made them put out clothes for him to wear. Every day, she had them pour a fresh basin of water for his morning shave. She slept clutching Albert's pajamas in her arms. Victoria buried her dead husband, but she never buried the past. And you can't live this day when you're living in the past. Queen Victoria died on January 22nd, 1901, but she stopped truly living the day Prince Albert died. That's 14,283 days living in a dead past. What a tragic waste of life. After all, she lived 40 years after he died. She was one of the greatest rulers of her day. She could have used those 40 days to make an impact and to do something good in the earth. After all, she had nine children and 42 grandchildren. She could have taken comfort in them. She could have invested her life in their future. But instead, she was trapped in the past, unable to reach the full potential of this day with her future hijacked by tragedy. But the real tragedy is Queen Victoria is not alone. Today there are millions of people just like her trapped in a dead past. Millions of people are merely existing rather than truly living. They go through the motions of daily life, but there's no purpose. There's no real meaning in all of that. All their daily rituals are like setting out clothes for a dead man to wear. They're meaningless habits that do nothing. What about you? Are you really living life to its full potential or are you merely existing? Are you trapped by a dead yesterday, overwhelmed by a hopeless today, unable to reach a brighter tomorrow? How many days have you really lived and how many days have you simply existed? Today we're launching a new sermon series called This is the Day. And I believe by the power of God this will be a life transforming series. Through this series we're going to discover how to make a better day. We're going to learn how to bury dead past and build a better today so we can have a brighter tomorrow. And it all begins today as we discover how to turn this day into the day of destiny. So are you ready to get started? Because this is the day. Let us pray. 
Almighty and everlasting Father, we thank you today for your great grace upon us. We thank you that this is the day that you have made and it's full of possibility and potential. So we ask you today to move in us by the power of your Holy Spirit. Come down and consume us with your revelation and your grace that we might make this day a day of destiny. We submit to you now. We bind every voice of the devil that would come to deceive or disturb or distract us. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I loose the power of the Holy Spirit to change us and to make this day a day of destiny. We thank you by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. I want to invite you to take a moment. Join your faith with mine right now. Go ahead and put your hand on your chest and pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, speak to my heart. Change my life. Manifest your glory in me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, good morning once again. Welcome to Agape House. I'm sorry for the construction we've got going on. It's a little inconvenient, but bear with us. We're building a new stage. We're building new toilets. We're getting ready to build new classrooms for the kids. And we're making changes to make our facility better and to increase our capacity for impact. If you believe it, say amen. But in spite of the construction, you picked a great day to join us because today is casual dress weekend. Amen. If you came dressed up, that's okay. Don't worry. I'll take a picture with you afterwards. Amen. Don't worry about it. It's okay. But we're thankful that you're here, casual dress or not. And it's a great day because today we're launching a new sermon series called This Is The Day. And I'm so excited about This Is The Day because I believe it's going to be life-changing. I believe God's going to do something in all of us. And so I encourage you to come every week and bring somebody with you. Amen. And we're beginning our sermon series today with the sermon titled This Is The Day Of destiny. Tell your neighbor, this is the day of destiny. And to help us learn the truth for today, we printed world-famous sermon notes. They look like this. They're inside your bulletin. If you're joining us online, you can find these at our website and on our social media pages. Go ahead and take out your notes and follow along with me as we discover three steps to make this day the day of destiny. And there at the top of your notes and on the screen ahead of you is our scripture text for today. It's two verses found in Psalm 118 verses 24 and 25. The word of God is there on the notes and on the screen, but I believe God's word has the most impact in our hearts and on our lips. Amen? So I'm going to invite everybody to read it out loud together with me. Are you ready? Read it like you mean it. Read it like a radio preacher. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to your heart today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. You're probably familiar with this passage. You might have heard it preached before. You might have read it. You might have heard a politician or a professor tell you. Or you may just be familiar with that old Christian chorus, this is the day, this is the day that the, amen. I remember when I was a kid, if we went to church or Bible study or prayer meeting and they wanted somebody to raise a chorus and they didn't plan well and it was unexpected and they just came to the meeting, they would say, Brother Richard, raise a chorus. And you would panic. You couldn't think of anything to say. Invariably, everybody would say, this is the day. Because it's the only one we all knew and it was easy to sing. Amen. But this passage is more than fond memories or words to a song. This passage holds more for us than that. It holds the keys to beginning to understand and experience the power of this day. So let's break down these verses and discover three steps uh, to make this day the day of destiny. And here's your first truth today. Seize the potential of 
this day. See, every day is a day of destiny when you understand the truth in verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. See, the fact is that if God made this day, then this day has potential. If God made this day, that says a lot. God doesn't do anything by accident. There's no mistakes with God. So when you have the assurance that God made this day, it builds your faith. And the Bible tells us in Genesis 1, 3 to 5, that God made the day. He took the light and separated it from the darkness. He made the morning and the evening, the Bible says, and that was the first day. And then verse 31 says, then God looked over all all he had made and he saw that it was very good. So God made the day and the day is very good because what God makes is always very good. This day is a very good day. Tell your neighbor this is a very good day. And not did, only did God make a very good day, he planned for you to live in this very good day. Listen to Psalm 139. Every day of my life. Let's read this together. Are you ready? Come on. I just believe this is powerful. Let's read it together. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So God made every day and God planned for you to live this day. God made every day very good and it's a good day for you to live. God has given you this day. He wrote it down to remember it. And not only did he write down what this day would be, but his thoughts about this day are good. Listen to the next verse, verse 17. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. So he has a plan for you this day, and it's a good plan. And his thoughts towards you are good, because everything that God does is good. And if God planned this day, he has a purpose for this day. For God doesn't do anything without a purpose. God has a reason for everything he does. So he planned this very good day, and he has a purpose for it. And if he has a purpose for this day. There's a power for this day because God's power is aligned with God's purposes. That's why I can boldly declare to you today that this is the day of destiny. God made this day a very good day. God planned this very good day for you. God has a purpose for your life this day and there's power available for you this very good day and that means this is the day of destiny and every day has great potential because God is in this day. This day is full of God possibilities, for the fact is there is power and potential in one day. In one day, Jesus died on the cross and forever removed the barrier between man and God. In one day, Jesus rose from the grave and forever put down every satanic attack so that we could live forever. There's power and potential in one day. In one day, Moses was rescued from the basket as a baby, and God began his journey in life to save his people. In one day, the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea, and 400 years of slavery was eradicated. In one day, Elijah stood on Mount Carmel, and three years of drought ended. In one day, the Holy Ghost fell on 120 disciples in the upper room, and the world was changed. In one day, the Apostle Paul was struck down on the Damascus road and the sinner became a saint and he became the greatest apostle who ever lived who did miracles and signs and wonders and wrote much of the New Testament and planted churches because there's power and potential in one day and that fact still exists to this day. One day Alexander Graham Bell got a device he invented called a telephone and he made a connection one day to someone in another room and on that day the first telephone call was made and modern 
modern telecommunications was born. One day, the Wright brothers got in an airplane they created, and for the first time in history, man took off above the earth in an airplane, and modern aviation was born. One day, Kwame Nkrumah stood and said to all of us, that long last, the battle has ended. Thus, Ghana, your beloved country, is free forever, and our nation was born in one day. There's power and potential in one day. And every one of us have days in our lives that we can look back on and see these were life-changing days. One day, I stood at an altar in a place in Dallas, Texas. A man of God had preached, and I felt convicted, and I came and surrendered my life to serve God. I remember the man, Pastor Lou Montecalvo. I remember him coming to pray for me. I remember the power of the Holy Ghost. I remember my life being changed one day changed my life. One day, I met this most beautiful young lady. My knees went weak. My heart was beating. I remember the scene. I remember the atmosphere. I remember saying, hello. My name's Cool Guy. No, really. And my life was changed forever. One day God spoke to me, move your ministry from Nigeria to Ghana, and that day changed my life. But here's the amazing thing. None of those eventful days, none of them started out any different from any other day. The big days of breakthrough were the same. I got up out of bed, the sun was shining, I had my coffee, and started the day. There was nothing to indicate that this day was the day of destiny, and here's what that means for all of us. Don't underestimate the potential of this day. For the power of this day is not based on your circumstances, it's based on God's promises. The power and potential of this day is not based on how you feel, it's based on who he is. And every day, every day, every day, this day is a day of destiny. That's the lesson we can learn from the famous American actor named Harrison Ford. You might know Harrison Ford as the man who played Han Solo in the famous Star Wars movies. But what you may not know is that before he became a world-famous actor, he was a carpenter. That's right. And one day, just like any other day, he went to work, and he was working doing a construction project in the offices of Francis Ford Coppola, that great producer and director. And as he was there, a man named George Lucas happened to come in. He was casting for a movie called Star Wars, and he met Harrison Ford, the carpenter, invited him to audition, and that one day changed his destiny. He got the role and became a world-famous actor. But here's the problem for most of us. We're so busy thinking about other things, we don't focus on this day. Most of us are not fully living this day because we're not focused on this day. According to psychologists Matthew Killingsworth and Daniel Gilbert, the average person spends 46.9% of their time thinking about something other than what they're doing in the present moment. Hey! 46.9% of us are thinking about tomorrow or thinking about yesterday. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Because the chances 46.9% of you aren't even thinking of what I'm saying today. <laughs> We're worried about tomorrow. We're weighted down by yesterday. But just like Queen Victoria, you can't fully live today if you don't focus on this day and seize the potential of this day. 
The truth is you can't control tomorrow and you can't change yesterday. If you carry the cares for tomorrow and the concerns from yesterday around, it will block you from accomplishing anything this day. But this is the day. Focus on this day and trust God this day. That's why Jesus taught us in Matthew 6, 11, give us this day our daily bread. That's why the Bible tells us that every day, this day, God's mercies are new. Listen to Lamentations 3. The faithful love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. So here's the truth you need to pack up and take home with you. Winning at your destiny begins by winning this day. For when you triumph this day, tomorrow will take care of itself. That's why Jesus taught us in Matthew 6, 34, don't be anxious about tomorrow. God will take care of your tomorrow too. Live one day at a time. Don't worry about the future. This is the day. Don't worry about the past. This is the day. That brings us to our second truth. Strategically participate in this day. Listen to how our text continues. Psalms 118.24 goes on to say, we will rejoice and be glad in it. And here's what that means for all of us. There is a way that God wants you to respond. Even though every day has great power and potential, your destiny is not automatic and success doesn't just happen. You've got to strategically participate in the day. You have to seize the potential of the day and participate in it. For you may not be responsible for what happens to you this day, but you are responsible for this day. Turn your notes over to page two and consider what this means. It means that you can respond appropriately for everything that happens. You can't be responsible for what happens to you, for what other people do, but you can be responsible. If I'm out driving today and another car comes and hits me from behind, I'm not responsible for the accident, but I am responsible. I can respond with anger or I can respond with rejoicing. And this is what the psalmist is telling him. If you believe this is the day the Lord has made, then respond strategically. Respond and participate by responding with rejoicing. Have the right attitude. Believe that this is the day God has made and respond with rejoicing and with praise. For when you respond with rejoicing, you're seeing the day as God sees it. When you respond with being glad, it shows faith beyond your circumstances. It means you're not looking at the difficulties. You're looking at the divine possibility. It means you're not looking at the obstacle. You're looking at the divine opportunity. And when you see what God sees for this day, and when you believe what God says about this day, you will have faith that will make this day the day of destiny. That's the lesson we can learn from a young man from Uganda named Timothy Keondo. Timothy Keondo set out a few years ago to find a solution that would be simple and easy for people to filter dirty water in Uganda and turn it into clean drinking water. There was no shortage of water in Uganda, but a lot of the water in the rural areas was filled with bacteria and toxins. It was muddy and dirty, and people needed a way to get safe drinking water. It's estimated that one out of every three people in the world lack access to clean water, and Uganda was no exception. So Timothy set out to find find something cheap, something portable, something that used local materials to create a filter to clean water. And what he came up with is mind-blowing. He invented the Echo Mobile Purifier, which uses, get this, animal bones and vegetable peelings to make a filter. Now, that sounds gross to me. 
You're passing water through animal bones to make it pure. But what he does, he takes the animal bones and the vegetable peelings, and they dry them and treat them and produce activated carbon, a non-toxic natural substance used in his filter. It's cheap, it's mobile, it's lightweight, it's portable, and they can get all the materials in Uganda. And if Timothy Kayando can use animal bones and vegetable peelings to make clean drinking water for thousands of people in Uganda, what can you use to make this day the day of destiny? Because what you filter your day through will determine how your day turns out. And as unlikely as it is that animal bones and vegetable peelings can filter pure water, so it might seem unlikely that rejoicing can filter your day. It might seem unlikely that being glad and giving God praise will make a difference, but you can filter the events of this day through a filter of praise. See, there's a lot of things you can't control. You can't control the traffic. You can't control the weather. You can't control your husband, so stop trying. But you can control your reaction. You can rejoice. You can control your attitude and your approach to this day. And when you think about it, that's exactly what our scripture tells us. Make strategic decisions. Participate in the day through the filter of praise. Decide in advance that if this is the day the Lord has made, and God planned for me to live this day, and God has a purpose in his plan, and God has power for his purpose, then no matter what happens, I will rejoice, I will be glad in it, and I will turn this day into a day of destiny. Before you get up and get going, get praising. For do what you can with what you have, where you are, and this day, will be a great day. This day will move you to your destiny when you strategically participate in this day. The problem for most of us is we're always waiting for better circumstances or better events to get us to our destiny, and we ignore the daily small decisions of strategically participating in the day. We think if we could just get a better event or better circumstances, we'll have a better life. So we put off critical daily decisions that we need to make to turn this day into a day of destiny. That's what happened to the prodigal son. He thought, if I can just get my money, if I can just get a hold of my inheritance, if I can just have a day of favor, a day when the old man says yes, then that will change everything. So he went to the old man and said, give me my inheritance now. This day, I want to get my money. And to a shock and surprise, the old man said yes. And he took that money and he ran. It was a miracle. It was a breakthrough. He won the lottery. This day was the day of favor but he failed to strategically participate in this day and he squandered his opportunity and ended up in poverty. He failed the daily decisions that would take that event and turn it into destiny. That's what happened to the American man named Colin Kroll. There's no doubt that Colin Kroll was a technical genius. When he was in JSS, he taught himself programming, uh, coding in multiple different programming languages. When he was in SS, he learned how to hack into the internet provider in his community, and he shut down all the neighbor's internet so he would have more bandwidth and more speed. Hey! His father knew then that Colin had a gift and a talent, and he would do something great, and great he did. At the age of 23, Colin Crowell moved to New York City and launched his career. He, he went into technical development and was successful. At 2012, he co-founded Vine, the video hosting service. 
Five months after Colin Crowell developed Vine, he sold it to Twitter for 30 million US dollars. And just like that, Colin Crowell was a millionaire. He was successful. He was smart, living the good life. He had money, fame, power. He was hailed as a tech entrepreneur. But what Colin Crowell didn't have was a plan. He didn't have a strategic plan to participate in the day. So he just lived his life anyhow. He didn't plan for tomorrow, didn't plan for a legacy. He focused on his will, but never thought of God's will. And Colin Kroll discovered what we all discover eventually. A successful event doesn't guarantee a successful end. And so it was on December 16th, 2018, that Colin Kroll died alone from a drug overdose. A little over 10 years after entering New York City, multimillionaire, tech genius, entrepreneur, died at the age of 34. The fact is you may have talent, you may have skill, intelligence, you may have wealth, you may have a big breakthrough, you may make a name for yourself and everybody predicts unending success, but if you don't plan for your future, you'll end up with a future you didn't plan. And the same is true for all of us. We often think, what I need is a better event. If I could just get to Dubai, if I could just get a promotion, if I could just get that new car, if I could just get that new house, if I could do this, we would succeed. But what you really need is a daily plan. You need to strategically participate in this day. For achieving your destiny doesn't come from one single event. Achieving your destiny comes from a long series of daily events. One big event might make your life memorable, but it can also end up bringing pain. It can be overshadowed if you don't develop the habits to make this day the day of destiny. For some of us, the big event we're seeking is marriage. We want a ring by spring. We think as soon as we're married, that will solve everything. But a happy marriage without the daily disciplines of strategic participation won't work. A marriage made in heaven will quickly turn to hell if you don't strategically participate in your marriage. And Jesus taught us the need to strategically participate in our Christian life. In Luke 9.23 said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. So there's a daily discipline that God requires from us. Following Jesus to the right destination requires you participating in daily disciplines to carry your cross. This isn't something that just happens. It's not something you fall into. It's not happenstance. It's a strategic desire to plan and participate in the cross caring. It's choosing to seize the full potential of this day by developing daily disciplines to follow Jesus. For success in life is not based on mountaintop experiences, but success in life is based on daily disciplines. That's why Ephesians 4, 26 and 27 says, don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. In other words, deal with your anger this day. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. And if you don't deal with your anger this day, you will let the devil have his way. Don't wait for the right circumstances to get going. Don't be always looking for a better event or a better promotion. Begin to strategically participate by making daily decisions to follow Jesus. For Ecclesiastes 11.4 says, If you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. So start today where you are with what you have. Carry your cross. Follow Jesus. 
Jesus and you will see amazing things. You might not see it at first, but the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. And as you continue to walk by faith, you're going to reap a harvest. As you continue to walk by faith, the daily disciplines will stack up in your life and take you to your destiny. When you live this day by strategically participating, you live this day in God. And that brings us to our third truth, seek God's power this day. Most of us are familiar with verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. But listen to the very next verse in our text. Verse 25 turns to God. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. In other words, you can do all the strategic participation. You can see the potential, but you still need God's help. You've got to get God involved in your day. I'm not preaching self-help. This is not a TED Talk or a motivational exercise. This is something where I'm turning your life and your attention to God because we need God. If God made this day, then you need God to make this day a success. It's the day he made, so to succeed, you've got to have his blessing. If you believe it, say amen. So here's the balance we all need. Do what you can, and God will do what you can't. Doing what you can is seizing the potential and strategically planning. But doing what you can't do is seeking God's power and letting his power come and infuse this day. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 37, 5, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him to help you do it, and he will. You need God for your destiny. You need God for this day. You need God to give you the strength and the grace. So don't aim for a good day. Aim for a God day. For there are promises for every one of us for this day. Like Proverbs 3, 6, in everything you do, put God first, and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. If God created this day, and God planned for this day, and God has a purpose for this day, there is the power of God available for you when you surrender to his purpose. For every one of us has a purpose. Proverbs 16, 4 says, the Lord has made everything for his purpose. No matter who you are, you have a purpose. Put your hand on your chest and say, I have a purpose. God made me for a purpose. Every one of us has a God-given purpose. No matter what you look like, no matter what other people think, you have a God-given purpose. For the Bible says in Colossians 1, 16, everything absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. And you will only find your purpose. You will only find your destiny. You will only find fulfillment in life when you seek it in God and surrender to him. You might have a lot of plans. You might have a 10-year plan or a 5-year plan. You might have a strategy for buying that house and getting that car and getting that promotion. But Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And the only thing that will last, the only thing that will turn this day to the day of destiny is when God's purposes prevail. But when you align with God's purpose, you're promised his power because God's power aligns with his purpose. That's why Psalm 37 says, don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Keep traveling steadily along his pathway. And in due season, he will honor you with every blessing. For the good man, the blameless, the upright, the man of peace has a wonderful future ahead of him. For him, there is a happy ending. And hear the promise of God for you today. Every blessing is yours. There is a happy ending for you. God has laid out for you the path to follow. If you will follow his path, if you will daily walk in his ways, if you will carry your cross and follow him, you will see 
every blessing and God will give you a happy ending. In fact, is you don't need faith for tomorrow. You just need faith for this day. For this is the day the Lord has made. It's a clean slate, a fresh start, a blank canvas. This is the day God made and planned for you to live in. This is the day of purpose for you. This is the day of potential for you. This is the day of power when you live your life this day for God. In just a minute, I'm going to give an invitation. I'm going to ask everyone in this room who wants this day to become a day of destiny to come to the altar. I'm going to come and join you down here. We're going to pray together and believe that this day will be a life-changing day for you. But before I invite you forward, let me tell you one final story, the story of a man named Dennis Waitley. On May 25th, 1979, Dennis Waitley was rushing through Chicago's O'Hare Airport trying to get on a plane to Los Angeles. He was a motivational speaker, and he had a speaking engagement in L.A., but Dennis was running a little bit late, so he was rushing through the airport, and when he finally got to the gate for his plane to L.A., they had closed the door and stopped boarding. Dennis begged the American airline staff, Bacho, please let me on the plane, but they said, no, the door is shut. So without any other option, Dennis Waitley took his paper ticket, walked through the airport back to the customer service counter to try to rebook for another flight. As he stood in the queue holding his ticket, waiting to get to a customer service agent who could rebook his flight, an announcement came on over the public address system about the plane he had just missed. American Airlines Flight 191 to Los Angeles had crashed right on takeoff. All 271 people on board were killed instantly. And there, Dennis Waitley stood. He just missed death by minutes. That day was almost his last day. He stood in the queue, looking at his ticket, realizing what had happened. And he left the queue. He never rebooked the flight. Smart choice. He went home with that paper ticket. You know what he did? He put that ticket in his office as a daily reminder that this is the day the Lord has made. This is the day God planned. This is the day. And when things get rough, all he has to do is look at that ticket. When things become difficult, all he has to do is look at the ticket and say, no, this is the day. I'm alive today because God chose this day for me. He planned it. It's in his book, and his thoughts are good. There's power and purpose and potential in this day. It's a day that changed my life. This day, I'm putting down a marker. This is the day the Lord has made. For this day is God's gift to you. What you do with this day is your gift to God. Seize the opportunity. Strategically participate. Seek God's power. For this is the day. God bless you for listening to this message. Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb is the senior pastor of Agape House New Testament Church in East Legon. If you are ever in Accra, we will like you to worship with us on Saturday night at 6 p.m., or on Sunday at 7.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. You will have an awesome experience.